Welcome to Low Tone Lights. My name is Adormo Mile, and I will be your server for tonight. We hope that you can take a break from the mind tornadoes outdoors with a fabulous evening. Before we start our meal, please feel free to grab a drink or pillow. All our dishes are expertise-free, made with local opinions, and contain 100% personal insights. If you're allergic to any of our ingredients, we are sorry to inform you that our kitchen does not possess any alternative stock. Also, please consider tipping to our Totify campaign for the Unbound organization to help families across the globe escape from monetary and intellectual poverty for a gift of thanks from us at Low Tone Lights. That wraps up the preparations for our course. So let's begin. Our inspiration for tonight's course, Hope of Different Tastes and Sizes, starts with our hors d'oeuvre, Optimism in a Blanket. People usually use the term hope in a general sense, either implying a positive attitude towards the situation or a pessimistic snide towards someone misplacing their optimism. Yet with this general form, the different degrees of hope do not seem to receive much attention. This is a curious phenomenon, especially when compared to the approach towards negative emotions. When frustrated, we generally measure frustration with phrases like so frustrated, kind of frustrated, and not too frustrated. So why not the same for hope? Why not talk about the different levels and kinds of hope to explore why some might be considered a positive, while others might be considered as misplaced? A quick teaser of our thought process can be seen with our appetizer, soup of the day. Let's start off with the simplest kind of hope, hoping for a good day. Seems common, maybe even reasonable. But for something as simple as this, it comes with its share of complications. First, the person attempting to have this hope must define good. What does that mean? Let's assume it means that both the person's physical and mental health are either at a reasonable or elated state. Some may argue that this prerequisite is already difficult to fulfill. Second, the actions of Billions of other humans, living organisms, and universal forces need to work out in a certain way that averages out into a good day. How many times have we had a good day until we encounter some horrific news, completely changing the trajectory of that entire day? Third, in order to recognize a good day, there must be a certain amount of bad that can contrast with the good. However, that bad cannot reach a point that it overpowers the good of that day. And despite highlighting only three of potentially hundreds of reasons why a good day might be unlikely, hoping for such is usually seen as reasonable. So how does this kind of hope compare with other forms of hope? We continue down the mind map with our salad, faith beat salad. Now let's try something a little different. Let's talk about the hope for the afterlife or finding some meaning in life with the assumption that the afterlife doesn't exist. This kind of hope becomes more controversial. Perhaps that is because of its religious connotations, its motivational nature for many people, or its consequences. However, if we ignore the implications for a moment, the crucial factor for this kind of hope boils down to is there an afterlife, yes or no? 
Compared to our aforementioned hope for a good day, which contains hundreds of considerations, the hope for the afterlife is much simpler in the fact that there is only one component that requires understanding. Yet this kind of hope is also much more complicated because of the value people attribute to it. Nobody particularly cares in the long run whether or not they had a good day, but they do care if they're going to the afterlife. Then what makes this kind of hope, which is equally if not less unpredictable than hoping for a good day, much more controversial? Furthermore, how can this kind of hope be redirected as justification for discourse, protests, and wars? Perhaps looking at our final type of hope may provide some clues. At last, we arrive at our main course, ideal goulash. The hope for communal change is another one of serious contention. Usually, it's countered with the idea that one's self-interest will hinder such ideals. Nevertheless, having hope in other beings is a prerequisite for social change, since any attempt at such change presupposes that people can change. So what does it mean to have hope in somebody else? Well, this depends on the approach for the change, either through committee or with support from traditional seats of power. The former method possesses greater accessibility as seen with the impact of global participation from the internet all throughout the 21st century. Regarding the latter though, the internet may not have influenced this as much compared to the former, it may be easier to criticize or expose a person in power when you're online. However, people in power prioritize their constituency. Thus, they have the opportunity to shrewdly maintain their bottom line. Although the internet may have increased voter turnout for democratic nations or exposed corrupt leaders, has this necessarily changed leaders' governance? Or have they simply adapted their strategies? So what does this say about the hope for communal change? The tragedy is that unlike the hope for a good day or the afterlife, hope for communal change depends on something that is ignored, not unknown. In order to gather enough support for change, convincing people with completely different opinions is a requirement. Unless certain values are disregarded in a society that supports free speech, Submission of others will not be a viable solution while maintaining its national identity. So, the alternative may be the most difficult decision of all, to listen. Hearing other people's arguments provides feedback to improve ideas and find a compromise on both sides, or at least enough to achieve a majority. For this dish, we also recommend pairing with an LTL 1904. Think of the most amazing accomplishment from a nation, empire, or dynasty. How many of those actually come as the result of totalitarian control, a social hierarchy enforced with violence or war? If a collective desires freedom and security, then its members cannot take the same methods as those who are under a different social structure, and they have to take the rougher road to reach the same heights in order to maintain their national identity. I hope everything was to your liking. May I interest you in some dessert? Tonight, we are offering acai POV sorbet. Hope may be easy to claim and to reject, but to fulfill it is the hardest task of all. 
It requires so much understanding of the elements that contribute to an accomplishment, as well as the ability to work through external complications. However, when that hope is realized, we can only dream that future attempts will be smoother, grander, and inspire others to strive towards greater heights. For further inquiry into our course, the etymology of hope may be a fascinating start. Perhaps its origins and evolution may create a clear sense towards the tone of naivete given to the word hope in the early 21st century. In addition, looking into psychology and neurobiology behind a person hearing something that they disagree with, as well as the process required to hear set opposing content in a critical manner, could be helpful for understanding one's own reactions to certain words as well as why other people may react the way that they do. With that kind of understanding, fulfilling some of our hopes, even on a communal scale, could be feasible. Thank you for joining us this week. If you have anything to inform management about your experience, please refer to our Twitter, Reddit, or Facebook. Once again, if you wish to support Low Tone Lights, a tip draw a Totify campaign is always appreciated. All contributions go to the Unbound organization, supporting families and children across the world for better living conditions and educational opportunities. As an establishment passionate about cooking with new ideas, we wish to contribute to more people having the chance to share their dishes to make a more interesting world. All details about the cause and our gifts in gratitude of your generosity are in our Totify campaign, so feel free to take a look at how you can provide the ingredients for an amazing meal to those who need it most. Thank you so much for visiting us today, and we hope you'll be with us when our lights turn back on. Oh,